Hello and welcome to Funny Stuff, a comedy podcast about comedy. My name is Griffin and I'm joined as usual by my brother, co-host, and partner in stupidity, Holden. I am so tired. (laughs) This week we are taking a look at Snoop Dogg's Fucking Around comedy special, which is on Netflix. But before we get into that, Griffin, what is your current hyperfixation? I've kind of got two, but I'll only talk about one. Okay. I am a little bit obsessed right now with the video game Pokémon Tournament. Okay. If for those of you who do not know, it is a Pokémon fighting game All that was Pokemon re- games are fighting games. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it is a Pokémon one-on-one Now you're going to fucking be a pedant no matter what I fucking say. Mortal Kombat style Pokémon well, fighting game. Oh, technically Tekken style fighting game. Okay. So now <laughs> who's being the pedant? <laughs> It was originally released on the Wii U, where you take control of a Pokemon, a singular Pokemon, and then you have a fighting game. See, now you made me fucking self-conscious, and I'm over-explaining shit. You're the pedant now. Now I'm the fucking pedant. It would appear that the shoe is on the other, uh, the other, uh, I feel like you're trying to bait me. (laughs) I feel like you're trying to bait me, and I don't want to give it to you. The other foot? No, table, which has turned. <laughs> See, fuck, I fucking knew it. Yeah. I fucking knew it. Um, but yeah, uh, I like fighting games, and I have had Pokemon Tournament for multiple years, and then for whatever reason, I was like, you know what, I want to fucking play this, and now it's all I'm watching on YouTube. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you call You call me a fucking elitist all the time, and yet... When I said, oh, it's a Pokemon fighting game, you were like, uh, I like my Pokemon games to be Pokemon games. Okay, here's the thing about Pokemon spinoffs. I don't hate them. It's just my problem with Pokemon spinoff games is that when I play them, I just think, I want to be playing normal Pokemon. So I go and I play normal Pokemon. Yeah, but you said it in the the most dickheadish way possible. Oh, no, I did that on purpose. (laughs) I was being a dick. I like my Pokemon games to be Pokemon games. All right, douche. But yeah, uh, I actually don't have too much to say about it other than I play Machamp because he's a grappler and I like grapplers. Yeah. I'm trying to find a joke. (laughs) Nothing's coming up. I'm coming up dry. So how about some context? (laughs) Okay. So uh, this special was much different than I was anticipating. I was expecting the special to be Snoop Dogg himself doing doing stand-up and it was not it was snoop dogg cracking some jokes and then having a bunch of other comedians come out i gotta say i was a little bit disappointed initially yeah me too because it ended up not being snoop dogg doing comedy but it's okay so uh for some context calvin cortazar brodus jr Known professionally as Snoop Dogg. His name is Calvin. His name, his real name is Calvin. Um, Snoop is definitely a much better dog <laughs> there, bud. He is, uh, for the record, six months younger than our mother. Wow. Uh, he's an American rapper and actor. His fame dates back to 1992 when he was featured on Dr. Dre's debut solo single, Deep Cover, and then on Dre's debut solo album, The Chronic. Uh, he has sold over 23 million albums in the United States and 35 million albums worldwide. He has an a- an American Music Award, a Primetime Evie, and 17 Grammy nominations. Wow. I'm sure I don't need to really explain who Snoop Dogg is. He is a very popular 
person, just very popular media personality in yeah, the 21st even century. If you don't listen to his music, I'm yeah. sure you know who he is. Um, but I would like to remind everybody uh, who was not alive in the 90s, like me, for the most part, that Snoop Dogg was a- a- also very famous for being on trial for murder. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah. Huh? There's a, a very funny meme uh, or an image macro of Martha Stewart and Snoop standing together. You're, you're making a gross face. Why'd you call it an image macro? You could just say it's a meme. Because memes can be image macros, but image macros are not memes. All right, nerds. <laughs> but he's standing there with Martha Stewart and it says, one of these two people is a convicted felon and it's not Snoop. Martha Stewart is an interesting person. Very interesting person. Uh, so, yeah, he came out. Snoop did uh, made some jokes. I was really hoping we would get more Snoop stand-up because he's very funny. Mm-hmm. If you've never seen him like narrate wildlife, that shit is extremely fucking funny. Here's a little... Here's Speaking of narration and Snoop Dogg, um, so you know how there's like announcers in... Like Halo, Call of Duty games, like yes. any like yes. PvP shooter. Um, in twenty thirteen, Call of Duty Ghosts came out. Uh huh. And a few months after that, there was a DLC. Uh huh. And part of that DLC, in addition to a new gun and some maps and stuff, was a new av- announcer option. And it was Snoop. And it was Snoop. That DL motherfucking G. <laughs> That's sorry, Dio motherfucking double G. That's amazing. Holy shit, dude. And you know what really sucks? What? It was the it's the worst Call of Duty game that there is. <laughs> well, I, I that was the one that like made me stop caring about Call of Duty, but I was right, also right. like you were also like that was like you 14, were 13, you were 13, 13 14, so when that happened. Also, not the first um hardcore gangster ever to uh to be an announcer for a call of duty game who was the first ice cube that makes sense because he did a voice he played uh sergeant bowman in the campaign of black ops one you're right so he also did the voice how would i know that i actually didn't yeah, know that. i don't know i never played call of duty uh he did the voice of the announcer for black ops one that's fucking good shit <laughs> also i'd like to drop a little fun fact about uh Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. He is, to my knowledge, the only person to have ever said the word fuck in a Godzilla movie. <laughs> Godzilla 2000. Godzilla, King of the Monsters 2019, when King Ghidorah is being freed from the ice, he goes, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I, I have watched that movie a few times. I did not know about that until... I did not register it until the most recent time I watched it, and I laughed my fucking ass off. It was amazing. That's so fucking funny. Anyway, the first comedian that uh, Snoop brings out is Cat Williams. Mm -hmm. Micah Cat Williams, born September 2nd, 1971, so only four months younger than our, our mother. Is this just, are we just gonna compare the ages of all these comedians to our mother? You know what? Now we are. He's an American stand-up comedian and actor. He played Money Mike in Friday After Next, had a stint on Wild and Out, 
played Bobby Shaw in My Wife and Kids, and provided a vo- the voice of a pimp named Slickback in The Boondocks and Seamus in Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. Wait, what the fuck? I did not know this. I didn't know that. This either. is some random shit to just be finding out in real time. Yeah, that's really funny. Uh, and he also portrayed, which is where I first uh, encountered him, Lord Have Mercy in the film Norbit. That's his fucking name in that movie. His name is Lord, Lord Have, Have Mercy. Mercy. That's such a good fucking pimp name. <laughs> <laughs> Only bested oh, by. He a has pimp eight kids. Named Slickback. A pimp named Slickback. Yeah, yeah, that's his pimp name. Yeah. Cat Williams has eight children. That's too many kids. Uh, in my opinion, that's eight kids too many. He has had multiple altercations at shows and a bunch of legal issues that uh, we will not cover because I did not read all of that yet. And there is a lot. There is a fucking lot. Well, he opens up and he's saying, I I just got off a 13 year probation. Yeah. Which is like, damn, bro. Thanks for coming out. So, uh, our dad was pretty into Cat Williams when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I like Cat Williams fine enough. One of my favorite comedy bits that, like, I'll go back and listen to is a Cat Williams bit. And it's when he's talking about uh, his son. And how oh, he, yeah. How the... he knows one of his sons is his son because uh, he he has his son, like, put on a pair of Air Jordans. And he'd like run down the hall, run down the aisle, five seconds. Come with daddy to pay less. Put on the Batman shoes. Run down the aisle. Two seconds. Now you're fast now. Daddy can buy you. <laughs> daddy can get you the Jordans all day, every day. But for the same now, you're faster in the Batmans. And for the same price as the Jordans, you can get the Batmans, you can get the Spider Mans, you can get the Robins, you can get the ones that don't even have characters that light up. Daddy will get you all those. And then his son is like, Well, we'll get all the other shoes and, and then he says, That's my motherfucker and he calls his son the N word. <laughs> And he does that for shoes, and then he does that for uh, a game system, where he's like, "If I can get you, Daddy can get you the Xbox all day, every day, but you'll have one controller, one game, but for the same price as the Xbox, I'll get you 50 N64 games, four controllers, so Dad, Daddy can play with you, your friends can play with you." And then his son is like, "Well, we'll get the we'll get the Nintendo then." And it's like, <laughs> just how he's talking about his young son is a is a fucking pimp. He like it's so fucking stupid. It's I, love it so I, I know exactly what bit you're talking about, though I haven't listened to it in quite a while. It's, it's really funny to hear a dude call his son the N word. It is very funny. It's very very fucking funny. Um, it's it's interesting. Cat Williams is a little over the top in his just like persona. And his the way he was dressed was the way he was dressed the way he's just got a lot of energy a lot of fucking movement Mm -hmm. extremely extremely physical absolutely uh but yeah his uh his segment in this show was pretty fucking good not gonna lie it was I I haven't listened to a lot of Cat Williams in a long time but this makes me excited to cover Cat Williams in the future. Yeah, he released a new one relatively recently called War- World War Three. We'll probably yeah, cover yeah. It I saw that when soon-ish. I was looking for this or looking for stuff for our next couple specials. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I guess that's all we're gonna say about Cat Williams. Let's move on to the next comedian. So the next comedian, comedian, comedian. The next comedian was D. Ray Davis, whose first name is actually Antoine. He's Antoine D. Ray Davis. 
He's an American stand-up comedian and actor. Uh, he's been active since 1998. Uh, he's he was in first. Yeah, I read that. His most notable early film credit is as Ray in Barbershop, uh, which is in 2002. He was also in Scary Movie 4, Semi Pro, Get Him to the Greek, 21 Jump Street. He was in Get Him to the Greek. I he was in Get Him. Yeah, and he's in uh, 21 Jump Street as Domingo. And he's actually been in a... Oh! Yeah. Okay. I have seen him in He stuff. was on Wild and Out for 17 years. Jesus. From that, 2000... Wild and Out has been running for 17 years? Oh, let's see how long Wild and Out's been running. Yeah, debuted on July 28th, 2005. And D-Ray Davis was on from 2005 to 2002. Mm. Yeah, dude. There, There's a period... Sorry, 17, 2005 to 2002? 2022. Thank you. There's a period of 17 years that you can remember in your life. He was also in the Boondocks. Welcome to Fossil Stuff. <laughs> and he does have at least one stand-up special called uh, How to Act Black, which is released in 2017. So, I think this one might have been my favorite. Yeah. I, th- I think... I think... He was extremely charming, mm-hmm. extremely approachable, all things considered, and really, really fucking funny. Yeah, he. I said during his set, uh, he keeps losing me, but he keeps winning me back. Mm-hmm. Um, because he kept saying stuff like about like you got to be careful being a comedian these days, and I every time I hear that, I just go, oh my fucking god, really? Like, shut the fuck up! But then he was bringing up like. Like, everyone was kind of talking about how it's, like, hard to be a comedian these days, but no one was like, oh, you can't say shit. Mm -hmm. They were like, motherfuckers are coming up on stage (laughs) to fight us. And that was a little more uh, interesting. Um, But he he kept, like, the way he was going about things was just way, way better than... uh, Yeah, it's kind of... like, these fucking other dudes who were just like, oh, I can't say anything anymore. It's like, no, you can't say, like, four words. You have a million other words to say. (laughs) If you were a good comedian, you could take those million other words and make them funny. Yeah, uh, it it reminded me very much of how we always talk about good shock comedy being the shocking thing is the setup. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't even really complaining. He was like, this shit's crazy. I just got to... I gotta be careful. And then he goes into a damn good fucking joke. He uses that as a setup, as a springboard, but yeah. he doesn't make that, like, the focal point of his fucking act. Yeah, he got me with one really good that was, um, like, how people will not let you joke about anything, and then, like, that always sets up, like, a, a red flag for me when it comes to comedy. And then he was like, like, I saw a kid fall, and I laughed at him, and he got up and said, wow, you're really going to laugh at the fallen children of this country? <laughs> and, like, that fucking got me. That was a, yeah. That, that he, one was funny. He also got, if I'm not mistaken, the biggest laugh out of the both of us this entire special. The thing is, because there was a lot going on and so many different oh. styles of the special, my brain is a little Swiss cheese. Can you, you, you seem to remember what was, what was the joke. <laughs> He is talking about how you kind of even you can't play around with racism anymore. And how yes, he oh to play yes, I remember now. Racism. Oh, I remember. He would go to dog parks, and 
I don't want to stereotype, but dog parks are a big white, they're whiteopia. (laughs) Um, And he would go and pretend that he lost his dog and white people would be like, oh, what's your dog's name? And he'd say that his dog's name is the (laughs) N-word. And then he would just like watch white people be like, I've uh, (laughs) struggled to like, should I call the dog or should I not call the dog? See. That's just fucking, that's just comedy gold. This is acceptable where H.P. Lovecraft's cat name was not. No. Because H.P. Lovecraft was a massive racist and this was a, this was someone fucking with people. Yeah. It's like, it's similar to the Burt Kreischer bit where he talks about how uh, his kids got like a, a little thing on like being safe and stranger danger and stuff that, stuff like that. And his daughter, Isla, was like, we should set up a safe word for anyone who's going to pick us up that isn't mom or dad. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if a parent is going to come to you, if someone that's not your parent is going to come to you to pick you up and you're a little kid, you have a safe word where, you know, you have to say whatever. And that lets me know that you're actually here to pick me up. Mm -hmm. Um and Bert kept rattling off ideas, and his daughter Isla was like, no, those are too easy. People will guess them. And then Bert's like, what do you think it'll be? And she goes, how about motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, because think about it, Dad. Who's going to say motherfucker to a nine-year-old? <laughs> so it's like the same kind of thing. Is like, And then one of the five people that she's known her entire life comes to pick her up from school. And and she's like, what's our safe word? And he, he's like, I'm not going to say it. And she's like, what? And he goes, okay, the safe word is motherfucker. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so fucking good. Burt Kreischer says his kids are stupid. That's some of the smartest shit I think I've ever fucking heard in my entire life. Yeah. Um. But yeah, real, real solid shit. From so fucking good. D-Ray Davis. Like, D-Ray Davis had a really funny one. Yeah, really, really solid. All right, up next. After D-Ray Davis came, was that? Melanie Camacho. Yeah. Who is the only one comedian out of the, like, six or seven that performed that doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Fucked up. She's also the only woman. Interesting. Interesting, huh? Hmm. Anyway, hmm. she is an actress, writer, and producer. Wait, what do you mean she doesn't have a Wikipedia page? What are you reading off of then? IMDb. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like that's slightly more prestigious in my eyes. (laughs) Yeah, well, you can have an IMDb page and not have a Wikipedia page. You're more likely to have an IMDb page and not a Wikipedia page than a Wikipedia page and a not IMDb page if you're an actor. Mm, Okay. I know this because uh, a guy I knew personally in college had an IMDb page. Uh, Someone else I knew... uh, had an IMDb page. Neither of these people had a Wikipedia page and they're working actors. She recently directed a movie that I cannot seem to find. She, I don't know she wrote, directed. She said that she had a movie, which again, my brain is Swiss cheese. Swiss. My brain is Swiss cheese, so I cannot recall exactly what movie she like wrote produced directed she has a couple of credits in comedy like sitcoms and some stand-up specials uh but like i said she doesn't have a wikipedia page which is fucked up fucked up 
Anyway, she was also very fucking funny. Yeah, I thought she was pretty funny. She, it's interesting, and it might just be because she's a woman, but she had such a different comedic style. Well, actually, everybody in this special had a really distinct comedic style. It was, and I think that's part of why I'm a little tired after watching it, because it was just so much that was so different from each other, and it was all, most of it was all spectacular. Yeah. You know, if even if it wasn't, for me, the funniest thing in the world, it was at the very least extremely entertaining. Yeah. These people definitely, like, they're successful comedians. Yeah, they're it, all... it makes sense because they have a very distinct style. They're good at telling jokes. The way that they format things is just very, very good. Yeah. Very intelligent, obviously. Yeah. Like, these are clearly people who have been doing this a long time. A lot of the stand-ups were in their 50s. I think the youngest was D. Ray Davis. Um, also, also? Th- there's someone does a bit on it. Um, I think Guy Tori, who's the guy who comes on after Melanie Camacho, Camarcho, mm-hmm. um, he says he's 53, and literally while he was talking, like, making jokes about, like, black don't crack, and yes, I'm 53, like, look how good good I look, I was literally saying, talking over it, holy shit, he's 53, and it's like, everyone on that stage, Snoop's in his 50s, yeah, fucking, I wouldn't have known, yeah. Like, if I had to guess, I'd say 30s, but Snoop has been around for 30 years. <laughs> like, famous for 30 years. Um, like, I would not I would not think any of them were that old, but they're, like, the fact that they're all, like, kind of in their 50s. It's funny, because I think crazy. Melanie Camarcho was actually kind of the raunchiest. Everybody, she was incredibly raunchy. Everybody, obviously, was foul-mouthed. She was not the raunchiest. She no. was not the raunchiest? No. Oh, my God. Uh, Donnell was oh okay okay we'll get to him in a second but i i actually i don't know i think she might have been the raunchiest because she was she like talked about nothing but like dick for the entire fucking mm-hmm. her entire time and it was very good yeah. she was the only well she wasn't the only one telling dick jokes everybody had some kind of joke involving a dick at yeah. some point dicks are funny dicks are funny uh but it was solid 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 uh, raunchy ass material mm-hmm. really good shit yeah definitely um she had like one line in there that i had a uh i had a retort to oh yes yeah. yes yes she, she said, said something about how like good dick she can't said, drive or something yeah, like she that. said good dick doesn't have a car and i just said mm, i disagree <laughs> Anyway, up next was Guy Tory. Guy Tory is an American actor and comedian. He's the brother of actor and comedian Joe Tory. Tory created and hosted a weekly comedy show called Fat Tuesdays. Uh, he's been active since 1991. He, I'm, he was in American History X. Wait, really? Yeah, he, Snoop even said he was in American History X. I was not paying attention. <laughs> who is he in American History X? Well, let's see who he was in American. He was Lamont in American History X. I haven't watched that movie in a very long time, so I don't know who that I was. I watched it semi recently. I don't remember anyone named Lamont. Uh, oh wait, was that the guy? No, because that doesn't look like it would be him. What? Hold on. You keep reading. I'm gonna look into this. Uh, yeah, he's been active for a while. His most uh prominent credit is being 
the creator of Fat Tuesdays. I am so sorry for all of you. My brain is not working these last couple of days. But, uh, not my favorite in this special. He was okay. Um, oh, wow. I guess that is him, huh? Sorry. Um, his character, Lamont, I was like, oh, is that the guy that Edward Norton's character becomes friends with in prison and is kind of the person who flips him away from being a white supremacist? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, no, they don't look the same. Nope, that's him. Really? Yeah, that's him. No, sh- okay, yeah, yeah. I know also, exactly. granted, it was that movie came out like thirty fucking years ago at this point. So I think it came out in ninety six. Yeah, like thirty years. ago. <laughs> I do enter the nineties were thirty years ago, Griffin. I do Get enter my times. late twenties in about two months. So, congratulations. You that you sounded pained saying that. Yeah, because it means that I'm entering my because uh, I'm entering my mid twenties. Yeah, right? dude, you enter a few m- months, but I still have time. But the better part of a year, you enter your mid twenties. I'm in the end of my early twenties. Oh, dude. Okay, side tangent about being fucking old. Uh, you know, it works because Guy Tory made jokes about how black don't crack and yeah. how white people age <laughs> like shit. Um, I went to Great Adventure, mm-hmm. Six Flags Great Adventure. For those of you who don't know, it's our local theme park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went on some roller coasters mm-hmm. with both Monica and Miranda. Mm-hmm. Both times we got off of Batman, we were all like dizzy and fucking staggering. We could barely handle some of the roller coasters there. Yeah, I don't and we were like, like roller coasters. Anymore. We were like, fuck, dude, we are getting quite old. When we if, went to Disney. If we're dizzy after this shit. We went to Disney uh, August of 2021, and when we rode on Space Mountain... It literally like it hurt my back, like I got whipped around and my damn, back, and that's like, Space hurt. Mountain. Space Mountain's an incredibly tame coaster. Yeah, but I also wasn't. It, it was in the dark, so I wasn't prepared for like a big turn, so I couldn't like brace, brace myself. Yourself. So like it turned to the left, and my upper body just fully went like to the right. So just crack, crack, crack. <laughs> it sucks. It happens every time. I like literally every time I've been on Space Mountain, I've hurt my back. Anyway, Guy Tory was mostly okay. He was decent. I don't have a whole lot to say, honestly. Yeah, he, not a. And again, I'm. Uh, this special kind of took up my spoons, wore me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. if I don't really remember much, I'm not going to have much to say, and I don't really remember too much about Guy Tories. Yeah, his stuff. I don't want to say it was forgettable because I think if I watched a whole hour of his stuff, I'd be pleased. Yeah, I just think that he had maybe the weakest section like his little 15 minutes or however long each person went on for i think was the weakest all right up next is donnell rawlings mm-hmm. uh also and all these guys are american everybody this is an all-american fucking special y'all happy fourth uh, of fucking july baby. i mean it's we're recording this on like the it's mid-july it's mid this isn't coming out until mid-july <laughs> but happy fourth of july it's america's birthday go fuck yourself <laughs> I hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> He's an American comedian, actor, and radio host. He's best known as a cast member on The Chappelle Show and on the HBO drama The Wire. He was Ashy Larry. He was Ashy Larry. Uh, he's been around since 1991. I'm trying to see if he has any other stand-up specials. Uh, da-da-da-da-da-da. 
No, he was not Ashy Larry. He was Day Day. Wait, what? No, what? No. Day Day was Mike Epps. Why is it? Wikipedia is wrong. Wikipedia is wrong. Da- Damien Day Day Price. Is that the character's name in fucking Friday? I don't know. All right, uh, something's something's fucked up here. Well, Mike Epps was Day Day in Friday. Yeah. So if that's saying that that Donnell was Day Day, then that's not correct. Yeah. He could have been another character it, it, named it Day Day. It says movie. it says the Wire character Damien Day Day Price. Oh, then yeah, he was Day Day in the in the Wire. I, you know, I thought Day Day was the, whatever. There Great. are more than one character named Day. I know, Day whatever, whatever. Uh, he has three comedy specials, from Ashy to Classy, Ain't Worried About It, Ain't Worried About, and Y'all Need to Chill, released in 2010, 2017, 2021. His first one was a special, his last two are albums, and he was also uh, in The Degenerates on his own episode. Mm-hmm. This was he, a- in my opinion, he was the raunchiest out of them all. Y- yes, you, you mentioned when we were talking about... Um, his whole bit is about WAP. Yeah. And he makes it gross. <laughs> it is it is a little uncomfortable, it but it's very funny because this man in his 50s goes up on stage and just loses his goddamn mind for a couple of minutes. Yeah, it was pretty great. It's It might have been the most entertaining. Definitely. like Especially like at a point he takes the mic stand and starts using it as a mop. <laughs> It's really it was, fucking good. Like, that's just some good physical comedy. And it goes on for way longer than it should for it to be funny, but it's yeah, just so no, good. It really worked the entire goddamn time. Yeah. The, I don't know if... I don't know who my favorite is necessarily, and we will reveal that in a moment. But uh, this one... This was really, really fucking funny. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, I have the hiccups now. Oh, no. And then... Oh, so apparently they were both day-day. So, last but not least, we had... It's almost like I said that. Yeah, it's almost like you said that. Uh, last but not least, we had Mike Epps. Michael Elliott Epps is an American stand-up comedian and actor. He also played a character named Day-Day Jones in Next Friday mm-hmm. and Friday After Next. Mm-hmm. He was also in The Hangover Parts 1 and 2. As Black Dave. As Black Black Doug. Black Doug, sorry. Uh he was in Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. Nah, I don't know what that is. That is a movie I remember really wanting to see in theaters, seeing in theaters, and thinking it was okay when I was like 11 or some shit. Wow. Uh, he's also in the Resident Evil, mo- a couple of the Resident Evil movies. That's fucking funny. He has seven children between two partners. That's a lot of kids. And he's been active since 1989. Wow. Uh, Good for him. He has had some controversies. Uh, Who amongst us hasn't, though? <laughs> trying to see, see if he has. We think other... about the very controversial um, me shooting Griffin in the face with a Nerf gun. <laughs> hey, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary. Of we that. are coming up. Okay, he has one, two, three, four, five comedy specials released between 2006 and 2022. The most Three recent, the three most recent ones in 2015, 2019, and 2022, all released on Netflix. I didn't like this one. Yeah, I didn't really like him that much either. The fun, it's such a, it's so 
perfect as a dig against him. The funniest part is when his mic stopped working. Yeah, it was actually really fucking funny. Yeah, he's like hitting the mic and then he 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 does the like someone's going to knock on the door and then he hits the mic and then he goes to talk into it and it stops working. <laughs> that got the biggest laugh out of me. Um and then I shouldn't have gotten hung up on it, but I got hung up on the fact that when he gets a new mic, he doesn't finish his fucking joke. Yeah. He just lets it fucking go, which is like Come on, man! Like make like make a couple jokes about how you broke the microphone, then finish your joke, then go into your next joke. Don't just go right into your next joke. Come on! <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. I, it might have just been because I was very brain dead by the by the time Mike Epps came out on stage. But no, I think it might have to do with the fact that his stuff wasn't as funny. As it, but it also was. wasn't as it also wasn't as funny. Like, let's just be real. I don't know. I I didn't really like his. His style and his jokes weren't that good. Yeah, I think that's fair. So, after that extremely long first half of the episode, we're we are going to take such a short half. Of we are going to have a very se- short second half. Uh, but first, we're going to take a quick break and we are going to be right back. Ads. Here's ads. And then I said, I can believe it's not butter. My friend was telling me that he wanted to make a podcast and he can't figure it out. Like he's never heard of Anchor. (laughs) Anchor is the best way to start a podcast. It's free to use and provides recording and editing tools you can use straight from your smartphone or computer. When you upload to Anchor, they distribute your podcast to many platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And with no minimum listenership, you can make money on your own podcast. Make your own podcast with the free Anchor app or by going to anchor.fm today. Hi, I'm Milo. I'm an executive producer at Biopunk Media and the producer of Funny Stuff, the podcast you're currently listening to. Griffin and Holden are not just some of my closest friends. They're more like my brothers at this point, and I want to do everything I can to make sure that the art that they make gets seen. So, with that said, Apple and Spotify care a lot about ratings and reviews for new podcasts. It tells them that people are enjoying the show, and also it tells the app to recommend Funny Stuff to new listeners. Please, please, please take a quick moment to just like and review Funny Stuff. I can't overstate how much it helps our boys. Also, recommend Funny Stuff to your friends, your family, your mailman, your dog. There's a little bit of something in this show for everyone. Funny Stuff is still very new, and word of mouth is the best advertising there is. Last but not least... Check out our new website. You can find it linked in the description of this episode or at biopunkmedia.card.co. Card is spelled with two R's. That's biopunkmedia.card.co for social media links, episode transcripts, and all things biopunk. And that covers it. Drink water today if you haven't. Remember that you are so loved, at least by me, and probably the boys too. And enjoy the rest of the show. Ads done. And we are back. They call me Mr. Propaganda because I prop men up and have a ganda at their pretty eyes while I kiss them sweetly. Is that anything? I I was scared as to where (laughs) that was going to (laughs) go. Gotta keep you on your toes. Yeah, I'm partial to the one where it's uh, propaganda. Yeah, I'm taking a propaganda at them titties. (laughs) Now we're back. Oh, God, I love jokes about boobs. 
Oh, boob jokes are the funniest joke. Because they're always appreciative. <laughs> For the propaganda at them titties. Okay. So, who was your favorite comedian? I would say that my favorite comedian out of these was Donna Rollins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had my favorite bit, which was the WAP bit. Because <laughs> um, he, like, he just kind of went all out on that like i mean it's kind of hard to pick multiple bits without like picking like just the comedian that did them because mm-hmm. for the most part they did like one bit one to two bits and then they fucked off mm-hmm. um but he had the one that i liked the most because like i fucking genuinely i fucking like i love rap music mm-hmm. like i wanted to say that earlier as well as like i also love like like I love the chronic like that's a really good album like I love like that kind of old school rap and then that like kind of middle rap I kind of fell off in like like <laughs> late 90s to early 2000s uh-huh. I kind of fell off and now I have like a little more modern stuff in my um, listening um, and I genuinely fucking love that song WAP by Cardi B that song is so Fucking good. I have not actually listened to the whole song. That is, it'll make you uncomfortable. Yeah, that's I why I haven't that listened you are. to it. The way you are, I understand that that song would make you uncomfortable. That is the ultimate fucking city girl song out there. That song is so, so fucking good. It is just, and also like, the song is is good. There, I fucking said it. Um, but in addition to that song being great, when that song came out, watching people like Ben Shapiro lose their minds over the fact that women actually enjoy sex and like Ben Shapiro being like, my, my wife said that never, that, that doesn't happen. It's like, that, wow, that, I feel what, bad for, I that would, a wet vagina I, is, uh, is a medical issue. It, yeah. It's a sign of an infection. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, how, way, way to fucking tell on yourself, Ben. Yeah. It's like, Okay. I f- would feel bad for your wife if if, if she didn't also suck. Yeah, if she didn't also suck. Um, but just watching Ben Shapiro freak the fuck, and him, you ever hear him read the lyrics? Yes, to it? it's, it's, he says p word, which almost, he says it in the weirdest tone too. I heard someone take and the audio to, and set it to the actual to the backing music. track and like change like the BPM and the and the pace at which he says his words to make it actually sound like he's rapping it. I don't know what's worse. So fucking funny. I don't know what's worse, hearing Ben Shapiro read out the lyrics to Whopper here and Gilbert Gottfried do it. Both <laughs> both are difficult listens for different reasons. I think Gilbert Gottfried doing it is funnier. Gilbert Gottfried doing it is funnier, but I also think it's much more painful. It is it is a difficult listen because he's just yelling, and he's yelling yeah! some <laughs> yeah, he's yelling some 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 of the raunchiest shit in the fucking world. Oh my god, Cardi B, you know there was the Lil Kim Nicki Minaj fight of like who's the real black Barbie, who's the dirtier one, and then Cardi B was just like, get out of here. Honestly, dude, like don't get me like. Nicki Minaj, from what I've heard of her stuff, like isn't too crazy, raunchy, and dirty. Lil Kim is fucking dirty. <laughs> Cardi B makes Lil Kim look like a goddamn nun. <laughs> and then there's uh, what's her name, Cupcake, who's also Cupcake makes Cardi B look like a Sunday school girl. <laughs> 
cut all of cupcake stuff is literally just that's her whole mo is to just be fucking gross she's also extremely funny on twitter oh cupcake is fucking her songs are hilarious if you don't know who i'm talking uh, about you said yeah she yeah. was the one in that uh mashup you sent yeah, the other night that, that was, was really one funny. of the worst things i've ever listened to in my entire We're, life it's art i think is what you mean to say it was um it if was you don't so... know who cupcake is if you know that song where it's the uh it's the hump me fuck me daddy better make me choke that's cupcake and all her songs are just as bad as that oh sorry my mom's calling (laughs) (laughs) who's your favorite comedian Uh, d-ray davis i think d-ray davis did get the biggest laugh out yeah i I i think for that i have to give it to him uh if you get the biggest laugh you are my favorite just because that's fair that's it's just that that entire the, the rest of his his uh time was very good don't get me wrong yeah, but, but that, that that bit about that the dog one joke so fuck that just one really joke. got me good so fucking funny brilliantly written who was your least favorite probably mike epps i think i'm gonna agree yeah i i, I didn't love uh, I, I didn't love what he was guy touring guy touring Guy Tori, was, Guy Tori was a little bit boring. That was really yeah, but he wasn't terrible. He wasn't bad. Like yeah, I did I say he was bad. I didn't dislike Guy Tori's stuff. I did kind of disliked Mike Epps stuff. Yeah, Guy Tori is someone where I think I would rate him at like maybe a five out of ten. Where like Mike Epps, I would just like not enjoy. Like maybe rate him like a two out of ten. Hey, maybe his actual stand up would prove different. Maybe yeah, this maybe. was a bad outing. Who knows? I mean, he also like didn't even finish his fucking special. Special. He didn't even finish like his one bit. You all right there? Yes. Don't worry. I I will unleash it upon you in a moment. Ew. Okay. Gross. It's a gross way to say that. Um. Yeah, I would say he's probably my least favorite. Like you didn't even finish your fucking bit. Like, come on, man. Like you lost me with that bit, and then you didn't even like give yourself a chance to win yourself back. So hold on. Yeah. Out of ten. Horrible right-wing conservative commentators reading the lyrics to WAP. <laughs> what would you rank this special? Overall, averaging out, I'd probably say it'd, it'd, it'd be a seven. I think I'm going to agree. We're not going to go and rate. Like, I know I said, like, this I'd episode's this long enough. We're not going to rate each one individually. Yeah. yeah. And we're both. You're tired and I'm brain dead. We're not going to be able to go through both. And this episode is plenty long already yeah if you're still listening hey thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening uh we hope that this was actually interesting to listen to um but yeah i thought it was very funny overall i wasn't expecting it to be uh, a bunch of people so i wasn't prepared and it kind of like was a little tiring but we've, it was we've never it. covered a variety show on yeah. this podcast before and we weren't expecting it yeah but it was very good. It was extremely entertaining the entire time. Absolutely. So, that brings us to the end of talking about the special, but before we go, I'm afraid now. Hold in what funny this week. So, you shouldn't be afraid. It's genuinely very funny. Okay. Um, it's not, it's not super cursed. I was on Instagram earlier, uh, and... I got to my suggested, my like, the Instagram for you page, like, that dumb shit that they try and pull. And I found a really funny thing. So you know how there's, like, those, like, cursed t-shirts? Oh, you mean the ones that I get from Miranda all the time? Yeah, kind of. Like, like fish 
like women fear me, fish want me because I fucked the fish. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, where it's like that word art, like the the Windows, <laughs> the Windows ninety eight word art kind yeah, of style. Yeah, yeah. I found one that said short staffed question mark just hire taller people, <laughs> with with a with a business trending up arrow and then a dude, a dude with a giraffe hat on. <laughs> And it just fucking killed me so bad because, dude, like, <laughs> that's this that's the shit that I say to my <laughs> friends when I fucking play video games. Whenever one of my friends die, I'm like, wow, you died? Have you ever tried, like, living? <laughs> it's like that same <laughs> just stupid dumb shit said with too much confidence. <laughs> so fucking oh, stupid. Oh, good God. It. Oh, my God. So, that brings us to the end of yet another episode. Thank you all so, so, so much for listening. We hope that you were able to laugh at us, if not laugh with us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, great thoughts, personal epiphanies, requests or recommendations, feel free to reach out to us at funnystuff.pod at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at funny.stuff.pod. Holden, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, uh, the dumpster fire that it is, at donut underscore daddy. Uh, D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T Instead of do-nut, it's do-nut, not do-nut, do-nut And we will be back next week with Jim Jeffries' special Bear Which is available on Netflix Once again, thank you so, so, so much for listening And we will see you next time on The Clown Show Bye-bye